This week's Parsha is Parsha Zazinu, and we'll start with the beginning of the Parsha, chapter 32, verse number 1. The verse says, Hazinu HaShamayim Vatabeira, Give air, O heaven, and I will speak. Vesishma Oretz, and may the earth hear, Imrefi, the words of my mouth. The Matthew Shabbat in this week's Parsha, Parsha Yud, Simon Aleph brings down, Aloche, yeah, this is the Aloche, Adam Yisrael, a Jewish person, that had a pain in his ear. What is the aloha? Can he heal himself on Shabbat? The Madrash answers, So did the rabbis learn, that anything that has a doubt if you are going to die or not, meaning that you are so sick that if you do not heal yourself, you may die, then... Doiches a Shabbos, it pushes away the Shabbos. Vezu makas oizen, and this wound on the ear. Im sakonei, if you think there is a danger for life, then merapin oizen b'Shabbos, you may heal it on Shabbat. Meaning that in case of doubt, you are allowed to transgress Shabbat for the healing of the wound, and therefore, if you believe that the wound that you have in the air is so dangerous that may kill you, then you may heal on Shabbat. Rabbanan Amre, the rabbis continue and say, Mevakesh ato If you want not to have any pain in the air, or in any other of your limbs, turn your ear towards Torah. And then you will inherit life. Menayin, how do I know that? Shenema, because it's written in Shai chapter 55. Hatu oznechem, turn your ear, ulechu elai, and come to me. Shimu, listen, utechin nafshechem, and your soul will live. Then the Medish brings the opinion of Rablevi, which Rablevi says that through the air, all the 248 limbs of a person live. And then Rablevi continues and says that Omer HaKudosh Baruch Hashem says, if you tilted your hair, for Torah, then when you start saying the Torah, everybody becomes quiet in front of you and everybody listens to you in the same way that you tilted your ear to listen to the words of Torah. Where do you learn that? You learn that from Moshe Rabbeinu, that since Moshe Rabbeinu tilted his ear to learn Torah, when he starts saying the Torah, then the heavens and earth listen to Moshe Rabbeinu. As it's written, Hazino Ashomayim Vadabero. Give air, O heaven, and I'll speak. The Sishma Oretz Imrefi, and the earth will hear the words of my mouth. Meaning that whenever you tilted your head to learn Torah, then the heavens and earth are going to listen to you. In the same way that heaven and earth listened to Moshe Rabbeinu when Moshe Rabbeinu spoke. And the reason why they listened is only because Moshe Rabbeinu learned Torah. The Divra Yoel asks, that this Madrash is very uh, hard Madrash to understand. First, the Madrash seems to be contradicting itself. The Madrash starts by saying that if you have a pain in the air, is it okay for you to transgress Shabbos? The Madrash says that any Suffolk nefashes, any doubt if you're going to die or not, you're allowed to transgress Shabbos. And since the hearing could be a loss of life, therefore you're allowed to transgress Shabbos. Then the Madrash says that if you don't want to have any pain in your ear, then you should learn Torah, you should tilt your ear to learn Torah. 
that seems to be contradicting what it said before. Because if you could just tilt your ear to learn Torah, then why would you transgress Shabbos to heal yourself? Just tilt your ear to learn Torah. You don't have to transgress Shabbos for that. And then the Divya Yoel asks regarding the end of the Medrash. The end of the Medrash says that if you tilted your ear to learn Torah, then everything, heavens and earth, will stop for you. How do you learn that? From Moshe Rabbeinu. That because Moshe Rabbeinu tilted his head to learn Torah, therefore heaven and earth stopped for him. The question that he asks is, how do you know that the earth and heaven stopped to Moshe Rabbeinu because Moshe Rabbeinu tilted his head to learn Torah? Maybe heaven and earth stopped to Moshe Rabbeinu because Moshe Rabbeinu had many other qualities. He had complete connection to Hashem. He was total, completely pure. And that is the reason why the earth and heaven stopped. Where does it say that heaven and earth stopped only because Moshe Rabbeinu tilted his ear to learn Torah? Moshe Rabbeinu had many other qualities. Why did he specifically pick this quality? Then the Divrayoil brings the next Medrash on this week's parasha, which is on Simon Base, where there the Medrash is analyzing the verse in Kehelis. The verse there says, Yodati, I know, Kikol who that whatever Hashem does, it will be forever. Olof ain't on it you can't add, Umemenu and from it you cannot diminish. Volakim also and Hashem made that they should fear him. The normal interpretation of the verse is that Hashem created the world and you can't add and you can't diminish to what Hashem created. But yet the Medrash says that exactly the opposite. The Medrash says that Hashem created the world that the day should be day and night should be night and came Yaakov and made from the day night because Hashem made the sun come down before its time as it's written in Bereshis chapter 28 verse number 11 that Vayivgabamokim that he prayed in a place by Yolen Shom, and he overnighted there, Kivo HaShemesh, because the sun went down. And the Medrash says that Hashem made the sun go down for Yaakov Inu. So we see that Yaakov Inu was able to cause the sun to come down. And then he brings down the story of Yeshua, that Yeshua was able to make the sun stop in its place, as it's written in Yeshua chapter 10, Shemesh Begivon Dom, that the sun stood still, in Givon. So you see that the righteous people could add and diminish to what Hashem created. The whole reason for it is that the people should fear Hashem. Meaning that they will see how the righteous people could change nature. Like that they'll come to fear Hashem. And the Medrash brings other examples of men changing nature. And one of them is the Kriyas Yamsuf, the crossing of the sea. Where the sea is sea and the dry is dry. And yet, Moshe Rabbeinu was able to make from the sea dryness. He was able to split the sea and the Jewish people walked in the dryness within the sea. So we see again that men could change nature. And the Medrash gives other examples where we find that men in actuality change nature. So the Divrei Yoel asks that the Medrash starts to analyze a verse that seems to say completely differently. The verse says that whatever Hashem does, you can't add and can diminish from it. And yet, the Medrash brings examples that you really could add to it and you really could diminish from it. So what is it? Another question that the Divrei Yoel asks is what is the sequence of the Medrashim? Meaning, I understand the first Medrash that says, Hazinu give ear, O heaven. 
has to do something if the air. Therefore, the Madrash asks, what is the law when a person has pain in the air? But then this Madrash that says that everything Hashem created, you can't add and can't diminish, and the Madrash brings certain people that were able to add in diminish of what Hashem created, how does that come here? How does it belong here? What's the sequence? And what's the connection to what is written in this week's parsha or to our previous question, if somebody has a pain in the air, if you could transgress Shabbos or not? The Divi Oil starts by answering these questions first with an introduction from the Ismach Moshe on Parsha Sazria, where the Ismach Moshe brings a base Shmuel, where the base Shmuel gives an interpretation of the Gemara in Erchin, Daf Tez Zion, Omed Beis, 16b. There the Gemara says that the verse on Parsha Sazria, Vaikro, chapter 13, verse number 46 says, Call Yemei Asharnega boy Yitmot. All the days that the affliction is on him, he should become Tomah. Meaning, the person has Tzoraz. Tzoraz is a white blemish on your skin. And he comes to the coin, and the coin proclaims him Tomah. So all the days that he has this affliction, he should become Tomah. Tomah who? He is considered Tomah. Spiritually contaminated. Badot Yeshev. He should sit alone. Michutz Lamach His residence should be outside the encampment. And the Gemara is bothered by the idea that a person, his Tomeh, he has to be alone. So the Gemara asks, why is this Tomeh, this Tzoraz, is different than any other Tomeh? Meaning, when a person is contaminated, he doesn't have to be alone. But here we require him to be alone. Why is that? So the Gemara answers that he caused strife between man and woman. Meaning that this affliction normally comes when a person speaks derogatory remark, either on a man or on a woman. And when this happens, people tend to separate themselves from that person, either the man or the woman. So he caused that man should be separate from his wife. He caused the person to feel alone, to be alone, meaning the person he spoke derogatory remarks on. Therefore, the Torah tells him, in order that he should atone for what he did, that he should be alone. Like that, he'll feel the pain of that person. And like that, maybe he will repent for what he did. That is a simple interpretation of that Gemara. But the Beishmul says that the doctors say that Soras, that this affliction that you get comes when a person is depressed. That when a person is depressed, then he will get this skin affliction. And the natural cure for this affliction will be that you should be together with other people. Because if you're depressed, we want you to be together with other people. We don't want you to be alone. And yet, the Torah tells you to do exactly the opposite. The Torah tells you that a person who has this affliction should be alone, and like that he will be cured. And he explains that this is what the Gemara is asking. Why did the Torah tell you to go against nature and get healed by a supernatural way? Since the normal way to get healed is to be with people, then why did the Torah tell you that you should be alone? Therefore, the Gemara answers, that since this person acted badly, therefore, Omra Torah, the Torah says, that he should be alone. Meaning, that since it's written in the Torah that this person should be alone, and we know from the Gemara in Psachim, Daf Nundalat 54a, where there the Gemara says, Tanya, we learned, Shiva Dvarim, Nivru Kodun Shunivru Oilam, that seven things were created before the world was created, and one of them is Torah, that the Torah was before the world, 
meaning the Torah was already there before the world was created. As the Zohar says, that Hashem looked at the Torah and He created the world. That means the Torah predated the world. That means the Torah predated nature. And since it's already written in the Torah that the person should be cured that way, then it's not considered against nature. This is the nature. Because the Torah writes it, then it becomes automatically nature. And this Mahmoisha brings also the Rambam, where the Rambam interprets what is written in Shmos chapter 14, verse number 27, where there it says, Vayet Moishas Yod Alayam, Moishas Rabbeinu stretched out his hand over the sea, Vayoshof Hayom Lifnes Boiker, and towards morning, the water went back, Leisanoi, to its power. The Madrish writes down that Leisanoi means Litnoi origin, to its original condition. The Rambam explains that when Hashem created the world, He made a condition with the sea, that when the Jewish people go out, the sea will split for the Jewish people. And the Rambam explains that this is not considered changing nature, because since this was already a condition when Hashem created the world, then this is part of nature. And according to this, this Mahmoisha says that this, what is written in the message that we just mentioned, that Hashem made the world that shouldn't be added and should not be diminished, and yet the message brings something exactly the opposite, it means exactly because of that. Because since Hashem already put this in creation, meaning Hashem put a condition in creation that the righteous people should come and will be able to change creation, then it's not considered as Hashem is changing the nature, this is the nature. Meaning that when the sun was created, the sun already knew that when the righteous people will want, they could make the sun stop. And so the sea also knew that when righteous people want, they could make the sea split. Therefore, it is not considered as they doing something that is supernatural, that's above creation. This is part of creation. Therefore, the verse that says that Hashem made everything and you cannot change, you cannot add, and you cannot diminish, the Madras says that the righteous people have the power to diminish, and that is not considered adding or diminishing from what Hashem created, because Hashem put this condition in creation. And not only the prophets, and not only for the Jewish people, we see the Gemari Chulind of Zion, a medal of 7a, that the river Ginoa split for Pinchas Ben Yoyer, because he also was a righteous person, and the righteous people have the power to change and manipulate creation, because Hashem, when He created the world, He already made it that through the power of Torah, you'll be able to change how the natural laws of the world work. Then the Devriyoyal brings the Gemara in Bavokama, Dafpei Hei Omedalev 55a, where there the Gemara is analyzing the verse in Shmos chapter 21, verse number 19, where there the verse says that when a person assaults another and he does not die but falls into bed, then the verse says, if Imyakum Veisalech Bachutz Al Mishantoi, that if he gets up and goes about outside under his own power, then the one who struck him is absolved, but only for his last time he should pay, and he should provide for healing. The Gemara says that from the language, he should provide for healing. The Academy of Rabbi Shmuel says, from here you learn, that permission is given to a physician 
to heal, meaning that a doctor could heal. And Rashi explains that it means to say that a person should not say, how can I go against Hashem, meaning Hashem gives me a sickness, how can I go heal? Therefore, the Torah says that the doctor has the permission to heal. Toysvets asks a question, why is it written the double language, meaning that the doctor is able to heal, we could have learned from one Yerape. Why is it written Verapo Yerape? As a parenthesis, I wanted to say that Toysvets' question is not such a strong question, because since this is the academy of Rabbi Shmuel, and Rabbi Shmuel himself says in increases Dafyut Alevomet Alev 11a, that we always say, Dibra Toyre Keloshim Breyodam. Whenever we have a double language, he says that you don't have to learn something from it, because this is normal way that people talk, and the Toyre wrote it in the same way that people talk. So Rabbi Shmuel doesn't make a big deal about the double language, therefore Toysus' question wouldn't be a question. But nonetheless, Toysus asks this question, and Toysus answers that from one year up, if it would be written only one time, I would have thought that since this case is dealing when a person hit another person, which is a wound inflicted by a man, then I would say that a wound inflicted by a man, you could heal. But a wound inflicted by Hashem, I would have thought that you can't heal. Therefore, the verse writes down, two kinds of healing, that even a wound inflicted by Hashem, you could still heal. Meaning, a disease given by Hashem, not given by another person, you could still heal. The Divra Yoel brings a Toysus Rabida Chosset, the Toysus Rabida Chosset gives another answer in addition to this one, and he says that if you'd have been written only one year up, I would have thought that you could heal a person, but the doctor could only do it for free because it's a mitzvah to heal a person, and in the same way that Hashem heals us for free, so too the doctor is required to do it for free. Therefore, it's written, Verapo Yerape, two times to tell you that the doctor could charge the amount of labor and the amount of loss of work. The Divir explains that the difference between the two answers is the following. Since it's written already in the verse in Kedoshim, chapter 19, verse number 16, you should not stand by while your fellow's blood is shed, meaning that when you see somebody being hurt, you're not allowed to stand by, then you would have thought that even though you see somebody hurt, you're not allowed to heal him because it's tantamount of you going against the decree of Hashem. Therefore, according to the first interpretation, the Talmud Veribishmolos tells you that you have permission to heal him. Not that you have a requirement to heal him, you have a permission to heal him. But according to the second interpretation, you have the mitzvah of Lissamed Adam Recha, you are required to heal the person. The only thing that you may have thought is that you cannot charge for it. Therefore, the Torah tells you that you have the permission to charge for it. Healing, you require to do it anyways because Adam you can't stand by while your brother is being hurt. But you would have thought that you can't charge. Therefore, it tells you that you could charge. So the difference is if there is a mitzvah to heal a person or there is no mitzvah to heal a person. According to the first interpretation, there is no mitzvah to heal a person. And according to the second interpretation that Toysvist Ravida Chosid gives, there is a mitzvah to heal a person, just that you would have thought that you have to do it for free. Therefore, it's telling you that you could charge for it. And the Divrayol says that this is really a machloikas rishonim, a disagreement between the rishonim, where the Ramban Nachmanides believes that 
the best thing is for a person not to go to a doctor, meaning true that the doctor has permission to heal, but optimum is for the person to believe in Hashem, in belief that Hashem will take away his sickness, and he brings the verse in Divrayomim 2, chapter 16, where it criticizes Asa, Melech Yuda, the king of Yuda, and he says that the Gambe Cholyoi, even when he was sick, he did not seek Hashem, only the doctors. And if it become at that time to go to the doctors, then the verse should have just said that when he was sick, he just didn't seek Hashem, because everybody goes to the doctors. From the fact that it's written that he did not seek Hashem and only went to the doctors, we see that the fault of Asa was that he went to the doctors. And the Rabban explains that a person who is not complete with Hashem, which is not from those who has a part of high oilam of the eternal life, they would believe that Hashem cannot heal, they would go to the doctors, and the doctor has permission to heal him. He is not prohibited from healing him. The Torah gave him permission. That's why it's written, Verapo Yerape. So that's the opinion of the Ramban, that a person is not allowed to go to the doctors, rather a person should rely on Hashem, that Hashem could heal him. But the Rambam disagrees with that. The Rambam says clearly that it's a mitzvah to go to the doctor, it's a mitzvah to heal yourself. The Rambam explains that a person has to do everything possible to make his life healthy with his food, with his drink, with his clothes, and all his necessities. And this is all included in the commandment, I'll bless you with everything you do. So too you have to do everything possible to get that bracha from Hashem. And therefore he brings down that's a mitzvah on every person to get involved in healings and to make sure that his soul is healed. And so too the Rosh in Perik Dalat of Radorim, Dafem Alavmet Beis, writes down that there is a mitzvah to heal yourself. And the Torah Bes Yosef in Yeridayah, Simen Shin Lamedvav, writes down that there is a mitzvah to heal yourself and that is included in the mitzvah of Pikuach Nefesh, of saving a soul. Vazorizbah and those who do it with alacrity or are careful in it, is praised, and the Bess Yosef writes down that since we see that the Torah allows you to transgress Shabbos in order to heal a person, you learn from that that this is really Pikuach Nefesh, that is really saving a life, and Pikuach Nefesh is a huge mitzvah, so therefore is a mitzvah to heal. And Mefarshim explained that according to the opinion there is a mitzvah to go to the doctor, then why is it the verse in Divrayomim criticizing the king Asa, that when he was sick, he did not seek Hashem, and he seeked doctors instead, Mefarshim explained that the problem with Asa was that he did not seek Hashem at all. He only seeked the doctors, meaning he believed his healings come from the doctor and not from Hashem. A person has to feel that the doctor is the messenger of Hashem, meaning the healing will come from Hashem, but the, by the hands or by the medicines of the doctor, but not that the doctor himself does the healing. And the Divya Yoel points out that theoretically the Ramban is 100% right. How is it possible that healing would help against a sickness that Hashem gives? Because since Hashem gives the sickness, it seems that healing would be like you changing nature, because the king gives a decree, and you go ahead and you change the decree. Hashem decreed that this person should be sick, and you, through your medicines, 
you go against what Hashem decreed. That seems to be something that you're not supposed to do. Then theoretically it seems to be like the Ramban is right, then how is it possible that we have a mitzvah to heal? And how is it possible that healing will help? If Hashem gives a sickness, theoretically healing should not help. Therefore, the Divrei Yor explains, in the same way as the Ismach Moshe explained the idea of Badoid Yeshev Michus Lamachna, that he has to be outside by himself, outside encampment. Meaning, that in the same way that there, because the Torah writes down that he should be outside the encampment, and that is the way that the person is healed from this Nega, even though that seems to be against the laws of nature, but since it's written in the Torah, and the Torah preceded the world, then it becomes the laws of nature. So too, in our case, since the Torah writes down that this person should be healed, and according to certain opinions this means that there's a mitzvah to heal, then even though Hashem gave the decree that the person should be sick, the healing is not considered going against nature and going against the will of Hashem, because since Hashem wrote it in the Torah, and the Torah preceded the world, then clearly this is already part of nature. Then part of nature is that if Hashem gives a sickness, Hashem gives a decree, nonetheless you should go ahead and heal, because the Torah writes down, that you could heal. So we see from here that whenever it's written something in the Torah, then a person could go and do that, because it's considered nature, and it's not considered outside of nature or supernatural. According to this idea, the Divrayol explains now the sequence of the Midrash, meaning that the Midrash had first a doubt. How do you know when somebody has pain in the air that he could heal himself? The pain in the air, normally, is a pain given by Hashem. It's not a pain given by a person. And the question is, when a pain is given by Hashem, how do I know that the person could heal himself. Maybe it is a decree of Hashem, and once it's a decree of Hashem, healing won't help, because since Hashem decrees, there is no way you could heal, and maybe you're not allowed to transgress Shabbos for such healing. Therefore, the Medrash later on brings the idea that everything that Hashem created, you cannot add, and you cannot diminish of it. And then the Medrash says that even though that is the rule, nonetheless, we see that the righteous people seemingly change nature. As the Madrish brings that Hashem changed nature for Yaakov Vinu, that he made the sun set, and Hashem changed nature for Yoshua, that he made the sun stand, and Hashem changed nature for the Jewish people, that he made the sea split, and so forth. The Madrish gives other examples how people seemingly change nature. And we explain that this is really not changing nature because since Hashem already put a condition in creation that nature will change for the righteous people and also sometimes it's not considered changing nature because Hashem wrote already a verse to that effect in the Torah that means that this is already the nature of the thing and the same thing happens from the fact that Healing is also written in the Torah, and once it's written in the Torah, then it's not considered changing nature, because since the Torah writes down, that you have a mitzvah to heal, then automatically that mitzvah will cause the natural laws of the world 
to fall off, meaning that the healing will work because Hashem writes down that the healing works even though it's a decree from Hashem. Therefore, the matter says that a person whose ear is hurting, he's allowed to heal himself because it's not considered changing nature. Even though Hashem created everything you can't add and you can't diminish, you see that the righteous people could add and diminish. And also, through the power of Torah, you could add and diminish. Therefore, this is not considered changing nature. And this is also why the Medrash continues and says that if you listen to the words of Torah, then everybody stops for you and everybody listens to you. Because since your power comes through the words of Torah, then even though it's not normal nature, you make nature because the way you behave, that is the condition that Hashem already put in creation. So therefore, that is nature. And therefore also, you could be healed on Shabbos for the pain in your ear, because then it's Suffolk Pikuach Nefesh, it's Suffolk saving your soul, and therefore you are allowed to do it, even though technically that goes against the decree of the king, but since you put your ear towards Torah, and the Torah says clearly, that you should be healed, therefore you are allowed to do it. According to this, the Divrei Yoel wants to also answer a perplexing madrish that goes on Tehillim 114. On Tehillim 114 it's written, Hayom Ravayonis, that the sea saw and ran away, meaning by the crossing of the sea, the sea saw and ran away. The Madrash asks, Mara, what did the sea see that caused it to run away? The Madrash answers, Beraise the Rabbi Shmuel Ra, the sea saw the Beraise of Rabbi Shmuel, and because he saw the Baraisa of Rabbi Shmuel, he decided to run away. And this is a perplexing matter because what has got to do the Baraisa of Rabbi Shmuel, anything with the sea running away. So the Divriol explains that technically the sea should not split because the Gemorin Chulin of Zion or Medalev, as we mentioned, where there Rapinchas Ben Yoir needs to cross a river because Rapinchas Ben Yoir is going on the way to collect money to make the mitzvah of Pidyon Shuim, of redeeming captors, and the river is blocking his way. So Rav Pinchas Ben asks the river, please split up for me, and the river answers Rav Pinchas Ben that I am for sure doing what Hashem tells me, and you maybe are doing what Hashem tells me, then why should I split for you? And Rashi explains that Kolon Acholim that I'm doing what Hashem tells me because all rivers go down to the sea by the decree of Hashem and therefore the river did not want to split until Rapinches Ben Yoel says that if you do not split I decree that no water should go by this river anymore and then the river split but nonetheless we see that the river really has an argument why it shouldn't split says the Divra Yoel that the same argument was the argument that the sea had against the Jewish people, meaning that the Jewish people want to cross the sea, but yet the sea says that, wait a minute, I am doing what Hashem says, meaning Hashem created 
the sea to be in the place of water and created dryness in the place of dryness, then why should I split my water and bring dryness here? I'm doing what Hashem wants. So the sea really did not want to split for the Jewish people. But as soon as the sea saw Baraise the Rabbi Shmuel, what Rabbi Shmuel learned, meaning the Baraise the Rabbi Shmuel is the Baraise that we mentioned previously, that Rabbi Shmuel says that since it's written the word Verapo Yerape, that the person should get healed. From here we learn that the person has permission to get healed. And Toysu says that from the double language we learn that the person has permission to get healed even when the sickness comes by the hands of heaven. And theoretically we have a question how can healing work against what Hashem gives? Meaning if the king gives a decree that this person should be healed, how would healing work against the decree of Hashem? And the answer that we explained is that since Hashem wrote the words Verapo Yerape in the Torah and the Torah preceded the world. That means that healing will work because Hashem said that even though it goes against the laws of nature, nonetheless, since it's in the Torah, automatically it will work. From that, the sea made a Kalvachomer, made a clear deduction and decided to split. Meaning, the sea deduced that if a doctor which only has his power because the Torah writes down that he could heal. Nonetheless, because the Torah writes down he could heal, he could change nature. Moshe Rabbeinu, which is Etzema Torah, which is total Torah, and the Jewish people who are going now to receive the Torah, clearly they have the power to change nature. Meaning that the laws of nature are subjugated to the Jewish people which are going to receive now the Torah. So therefore, once the sea saw Beraised Rabbi Shmuel, what Rabbi Shmuel writes down, that a doctor could heal, even though it's a decree by Hashem, even though it's a sickness from heaven, then the sea saw that through the power of Torah, it could change nature, which means that even though Hashem decreed that water should always go on top of the place of water, nonetheless, through the power of Torah, that could be changed, then the sea decided that for sure he has a split for the Jewish people, that the Jewish people are going to receive the Torah, and for sure for Moshe Rabbeinu, which is complete Torah, then Moshe Rabbeinu definitely has the power to change nature, therefore the sea decided to split. Now the Divrayoil answers the question that we asked previously, meaning that the beginning of the matter seems to ask if a person has an earache, he has a pain in the ear, can he transgress Shabbos or not? And then the Medr says that anything that is a Sophic Pikuach Nefesh, a doubt the person is going to die, you're allowed to transgress Shabbos. And then the Medr brings down the name of Rab Levi, that if you listen to the words of Torah, then you're not going to get sick, you're going to be healed by your ear. Meaning that if your ear is hurting, then you listen to Torah, automatically you'll be healed. And we ask, that seems to contradict the first opinion, because if you could get yourself healed by listening to the words of Torah, why would you transgress Shabbos? But according to everything we mentioned, the Divrayol explains that there is really a connection between the Midrash, meaning from the fact that it's written Hazinu HaShamayim Vadabeira, the Sishma Oresimrefi, meaning hear O heaven and I'll speak and let the earth hear the words of my mouth, that means 
that the earth is listening to what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying. That Moshe Rabbeinu has dominion over the earth and the heavens, and the reason why he has dominion over the earth and the heavens is because Moshe Rabbeinu is speaking words of Torah. And how can words of Torah change nature? That is because Hashem already put in nature this idea that whenever somebody is connected and learns Torah, then the laws of nature will be removed and they will control nature. And because of this power that he has on Torah, therefore, clearly when it's written, the words that you should be healed, that gives you permission to heal, even though that goes against nature, because since the pain in the air is something given by Hashem, that theoretically a person should not be able to transgress Shabbos because you're not allowed to go against what Hashem decreed. But from what we see that Moshe Rabbeinu was able to make heaven and earth stop, then we see that Moshe Rabbeinu is able to change nature. Therefore, you could be healed, because since the word of healing is written in the Torah, therefore it's not considered changing nature. And the optimum would have been that if you have tilted your ear to Torah and you would have learned Torah by yourself, then the outcome would have been that you wouldn't even get sick. You wouldn't have a pain in the air. But since not everybody has this level, not everybody could come to the level that by listening to Torah, by learning Torah, he has a level to change nature. Nonetheless, if a person has a pain in the air in Shabbos, he could still transgress Shabbos, because since the words, Verapo Yerape, it's written in the Torah, then the healing is not considered going against nature. This is actually nature, because once the Torah writes it, it becomes part of nature. Now the Divri Yoel tries to explain why all the Medrashim are connected to hearing words of Torah. Why not performing the mitzvahs? Why not safeguarding the mitzvahs? Why hearing the words of Torah? And the Divri Yoel answers this based on the Shach, that the Shach explains on Parshas Ekev, that there it says, Vayu Ekev Tishmeun, as a mishpatim it will be a reward if you listen to these ordinances, and it goes on to say a lot of reward that you get for listening to those ordinances. And the Shach Alatoira asks a question, how can Hashem give reward for listening to these ordinances when we know that there is a rule that's written in Kedushin, the Aflametes, Omed Beis 39b, that Schar Mitzvah, Bahai Amaleke, that Hashem does not give reward for mitzvahs in this world. Therefore, the Shach answers, that in truth, for the performances and safeguarding of the mitzvahs, Hashem does not give reward in this world, but Hashem does give reward in this world for listening to the mitzvahs. Meaning, for you listening to the words of the mitzvahs, for you listening for Torah, that Hashem gives the reward in this world. And therefore, everywhere where there is a reward, it's written the word Tishmeun that you will hear. And the Shachal Torah brings also what is written in Bereshis, chapter 22, in regards to Avram Avinu, that Hashem is giving the word to Avram Avinu, because you listened to my voice. In other words, not because you performed what I told you, but because you listened to my voice. And also in Bereshis chapter 26, there it's written that I'm giving you the words, because Avram listened to the words. So that is the idea of the Shach, that you don't get rewards for the actual performance of the mitzvah in this world, those 
rewards are saved for the world to come, but rewards for listening to the Torah, listening to mitzvahs, you get the reward in this world, and therefore in Pasha's Akev, where it's listed all the rewards, is because Akev Tishmun, because you are listening to the ordinances and to the mitzvahs. And the Divriyoel asks why in fact you get rewards for listening to the words of Torah in this world, and he explains that since listening to the Torah is considered a chonas a mitzvah, preparation for mitzvah, it's not the actual mitzvah, it's preparing for the mitzvah because by you listening you could actually perform, therefore you get reward in this world. But the actual performance of the mitzvah stays for the world to come. According to this, the Vyol explains, now we know how the Madrash knows that the reason that heaven and earth stopped from Moshe Rabbeinu is because Moshe Rabbeinu listened to Torah. Because since we explain now that for the actual performance of the mitzvahs, Hashem does not give reward in this world, that means that the rewards that Moshe Rabbeinu got in this world has to be because he did a chanel mitzvah, he did a preparation for the mitzvah, which means that he listened to the mitzvah. And since he listened to the mitzvah, that is the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu got the reward in this world, that he was able to make the sun and earth stop and listen to him. And therefore the matter says a person should always tilt himself to hear words of Torah because that is the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu got his rewards and that is the reason why you're going to get rewards in this world. And Hashem Isburg should help that we should all tilt ourselves to learn Torah. We'll merit to have Moshiach come the base of Migdosh rebuild me.